Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Zakutaku. My name is Mark, and I'm joined once again by my co-host, Jose and Garcel. And today, we will be starting our series on Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zeta, which is a direct continuation of Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. And pretty this, direct. <laughs> yeah. So this series was released in 1986, and it is directed by Yoshiyuki Tamio, who also directed the original Gundam series and Zeta Gundam. So um, still got his handiwork all over it. Boy. <laughs> and I'll let Garcel take it from there. All right, so... Episode one, as we've all seen, is a bit of a recap episode. It also gives us some information as to things like how the colonies work, how uh, how the UC started. So uh, I assume both of you guys watched it, even though I mentioned it to skip it. But uh, did you guys find any of that information interesting? Yeah, that I, I am glad I watched it because it did give a little insight into some things that we didn't really necessarily get before. And I don't know if that's because we watched the Gundam compilation films and it was in the, you know, the material or if that's just because it hasn't been talked about before but it's just nice to know these little details like how a colony works and what a colony is and i think it even mentioned the colony drop which was interesting and yeah i mean it wasn't anything spectacular it was just kind of informative and then there was some, some cool scenes with the where it showed the mobile suits which i also like yeah they also gave us a bit of an info dump on on most of the mobile suits as well yeah it, but Overall, I mean, I'm glad I watched it. I mean, but you you probably could skip it if you wanted to. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty interesting. I was glad that I didn't end up skipping it because, uh, well, it was probably the the most interesting episode (laughs) of the ones that we saw. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, I'm moving ahead. But I I am glad that that I saw it, though. I, I really enjoyed it. I like getting on that info dump on the Gundams, and and, uh, I thought it was really interesting. Like, just the little tidbits of information. Uh, I know that Zeta Gundam is MSZ006. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Um, And then there were were little tidbits of the future and what was to come. Well, just of the next episode, I guess. Which was kind of dumb. And I, I didn't really appreciate that because it just made me feel like I didn't want to watch the next episode, which is eventually how I felt while I was actually watching the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. And um, what else can I say about it? <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure Jose wants to get into the <laughs> the, main, the main issue we have. So, Mark, earlier you brought up that it's actually the same director as Zeta, yeah. right? Actually, to look, I, I wanted to make sure before we started this because it just it it felt different. Right. So this being a continuation of Zeta, you you would expect like certain themes, tones, if you will, would continue on. Um, that that didn't happen, did it? No, that's the that's the most apparent thing right off the bat. You realize that this is not the same atmosphere, tone. It's just not going in the same direction as the other two that we watched, which were edgier seat, gritty um, battles, space battles, all this kind of stuff that was crazy happening. There's a story. It made sense and it was engaging. The interaction between the characters were engaging. There was um, characters being developed and brought up from like like camille i hated him at first and then i started to like him because he slowly started to develop and the world around him was reflecting that like he was in he was in combat he was getting ptsd he was getting all these things were happening to him that were like more mature themes 
And in this, at least in the first 16 episodes, we're, mind you, we're doing 16 because we want to blaze through this as fast as possible. Oh, shit. I thought you said still 15. I thought you said you oh, rolled 15, it back to 15. 15. 15. 15. Uh, okay, I was like, oh. <laughs> so, so, it's just, it's campy jokey um really light-hearted there seems to be no sense of urgency and i just honestly up up until probably i think there's a there's a portion of the story where we get to like a weird like remnant colony and that's when things start to i think kind of pick up a little bit once um judah or judo our main character's sister gets taken and there's actually some sort of plot advancement and urgency in the story is when it kind of starts to pick up a little bit. Not too much, but there, it's definitely not the same feeling. And I don't think any of us here can say right now that we like it or enjoy it. You know, um, we were expecting something just something to follow up, something to up the ante, something to that would be worthy of the original Mobile Suit uh, Gundam and Zeta Gundam, something worthy of their their clout of their greatness we were we came into the series expecting something fun something bigger something uh more impactful something sexy we got none of that <laughs> so uh, yes one of the biggest issues is that it is it's a slapstick basically you have people you have those little quick animations where you you can tell that it's done for laugh you have our heroes being all whimsical and jumpy you got the villains being all whimsical and jumpy you got the mean whimsical and jumpy. Like if if the first three series, these episodes that we saw, were personified in some kind of uh, some kind of people, and you stepped into an elevator, you know, back. You guys take it, take it. Take it. To put it into simpler, if if everybody recalls Yazan, he was almost the most dangerous villain in Zeta. At almost any moment, he would fight Camille. Camille would be like fighting within an inch of his life. Yeah. So. In the end, Yazan survives, and he's like the first they have to take on in Double Zeta. Like, unlike our previous heroes, where they well, they like almost have internet pilot. He doesn't know how to do. Uh, yeah, Amaro had a uh, had an instruction manual. Camille, uh, he at least like has some yeah, some history with mobile suits and crap. So I mean, he has some exposure to it. Other than that, like still, like uh, they both have a history with it, well, and. Okay. Uh, reason to not know but he's still able to take down one of the most dangerous villains from zeta just bumbling around out of pure luck and then afterwards yazan's reduced to just a joke we see him later falling into a pothole yeah, he's like scavenging like an animal like rummaging around he's always got like a chunk of meat in his mouth he's got like a poncho on get in on the slapstick at one point, there's this this one giant mobile suit that has a giant uh, metal pipe or something, and it's just whacking the Argama. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, those suits are ridiculous. This it's just that first like wow, they're on they're on Shangri-La Colony, which is the colony where Judo comes from. Way too long. Like it was like six episodes of them just on there doing nothing. <laughs> so boring. I just. I wanted to skip through it, and it's, I just don't know. I don't know what to, like, I really hope it picks up. That's all I can say um, at this point about that. I mean, yeah, I would hope it also gets a lot more serious, since uh, I mentioned privately to you two, Haman Khan is the villain in this series. Yeah, we haven't really encountered her so far. We've encountered some Dolt, who I hate. We'll get it to match my a little bit, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> let's go ahead and uh, let's get into our into our hero, into our protagonist, into our uh, guy. I I really wished I liked because you, know, you like I, his jacket. I like his jacket. His jacket's so cool. <laughs> so when we meet Judo, he's kind of uh he seems all right. He's working so his sister can go to go to school. Yeah, Judo, Judo is a hardworking boy living paycheck to paycheck as he's a mobile Mexican. suit scrapper. He's Mexican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you think of him, you think that he's going to be some kind of honest character. And, uh, you know, he's just working his way. He's just living life and he's just living paycheck to paycheck. He's living the, he's living the struggle just like that we are in in real life. And, uh, and it turns and, out he's a fucking thief. The thief. Yeah, his whole, his main thing, he wants to steal the Zeta so he can scrap it and make a bunch of money. And that that's, uh, Yazan is able to, uh, what's the word? Trick him, I guess? Yeah. Into, uh, helping him get into the Argoma and try to steal the Zeta. Dude, this guy got played like, like Kotz did. Only though, he did it, he got, he got played worse because that ain't even a chick. It's some <laughs> like, <laughs> it's some rusty, nasty, crusty old man has been. Yeah, Judo. All I can really say is his jacket's cool and the double Zeta's he, cool. And he's not a real yeah. man, and he's convinced yeah. himself he's a new type. I, I mean, he is. So. I, <laughs> he I didn't know so, that. I I have the opinion that I I don't really mind Judo at this point. Oh, come on. <laughs> How do you hate Kamuto? <laughs> I don't. I don't really <laughs> mind Judo. <laughs> oh, okay. So. Camille, Camille's character, he was meant to be disliked. And because he was just so brash and like he picked fights with everybody, beat everyone up and talked back to everybody. So you you were supposed to hate him. Judo's character, he doesn't really do anything that's like too terrible. I mean, yeah, he wants to steal the Zeta, but he doesn't do it. He has like some moral values. He acts all tough in front of his friends, but he's not like really that kind of a person or he would have just left and would have just stolen the zeta he had multiple opportunities to take it he's either that or he's dumb because fa's like oh you should bring it back where are you gonna store it he's like oh you're right yeah maybe i should so he's either stupid or he's just a kind-hearted person so i don't really nah, i'm gonna say that he's stupid you try to punch out fa fa yeah. was annoying no she wasn't she didn't even do anything okay. she's annoying but she has a <laughs> she has a reason to be annoying i don't understand i understand that because I was, she, I was sl- she, uh, she slapped him because initially, he slapped the hand of food out of his own sister's hand. <laughs> but initially, I was thinking, like, why is Fa like this? She's being so aggressive and annoying. And then I was like, oh, wait, she's definitely stressed out because of the, uh, the situation Camille's in right now. So that's understandable. So I didn't really have any. But, you know, if you're being, like, lashed out at, like, over and over and over again, you're going to get aggressive. Hey, Camille took it like a man, dude. Yeah. Judo is no man. He's not a real man. He slapped a dish of he slapped a, a a dish of food out of his own sister's hand. So he he's not a man, <laughs> so he's gonna let it go to waste. What a taint! Can we bring up Camille real fast? We have not. We've barely seen anything about him. What's supposed to do? He's he's comatose. Catatonic. <laughs> what did they do to my boy? You just want a scene of sad. Camille, like a whole episode of just staring at Camille's vegetative body that would be so much better than the rest of the series i swear to god that would be so much better i was kind of shook when he when like when uh judah just like he saw him laying in the back of that car and he's just like with his eyes open staring at the ceiling and then he uncovers him like he's a corpse 
And then uh, Camille just like slowly rolls his eyes towards him and looks at him. It's actually kind of creepy. See, he, but he that, his hand, and then they have like some weird new type connection. That yeah, they have my like point though. That scene that you just brought up that Judo is not a horrible person because if he was, he would have ratted out Camille, held him hostage because he's an easy hostage and he's an important mm-hmm. hostage. See, but he that's what he I thought too. That. And he did that before, and then he was a scumbag to his sister, and he was about to deck Foff for no reason. So. He, he he took like he took one step forward at that moment and then took five steps back. No, I don't think so. You can have the yeah. moral high ground and still be an asshole. Yeah. yeah. But I mean he just didn't want to be in de- like they were playing it up like they're gonna like hold it over his head, like you're indebted to me if you eat this food. And he's like, That's not worth that. Don't eat it. So to me, judo's not that bad. They, they were offering hand, him a job. And then he's like, uh no. And then he's like trying to get his posse to rally behind him so he could feel validated. And they're like, eh, no, I think that sounds reasonable. Like, we get paid, we do work. Maybe, maybe it's because <laughs> his posse is way, way more annoying than him that I don't have a problem with him. Mondo and Bicha are two of the worst characters <laughs> I've ever name, had. by the way. Apt name, apt name for a bitcha. Because he's a bitch. <laughs> Fuck he's that a bitcha. Eno's the best character. Eno's the best a character so far. Um, L, uh, L is her name? Is that the, is that the... It was like Ellie or something. L. Well, she's cool too. I don't mind her. She's cool. Uh, yeah. She's oh, the, L, the blonde with the, like, the, go, the go-go spandex or whatever. Like the oh, Amos, yeah. Uh, I didn't even know her name. Clothes. I like her. Yeah. yeah she's, she's pretty cool. cool. She hasn't done nothing. And then the, the, the like silver her. fox. What's her name? Uh, Rue oh, Luca. Yeah, she makes the whole thing worth it. Yeah. Not really. Not really. I actually like her character. I really like, uh, well, we'll touch. Uh, are we going to touch on her later? Or can I just oh, say what oh. I like about her? We'll just do it. All right. Well, um, I, I like that she plays up the cuteness and the, the innocentness, the innocent girl vibes just to like abuse it. And then, you know, she uses it to her advantage, basically. She, knows she plays she's people. She knows how to use it. Yeah. Purple hair chick. <laughs> Is, is, is it purple? It looks like white to me, like, or silver. It's, like it's like a really, like a really light, yeah. Uh, but with she's cool. With the introduction of Rue, uh, we also get to see the core fighters again. Yeah, I was like, what? Core fighters? And then there's a reason for them. <laughs> Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, so, Bicha and Mondo. You, you said Mondo was his name? Yeah. Uh, so, they were on, on board for joining the Argama to get paid and stuff like that. But as soon as they got on the ship, their uh, their turncoats, they, they let the Axis know where they're going on several occasions. They pretty much abandoned the crew on, like, twice. Ah, uh, they're... I don't like them. I, don't, I barely even know because I stopped paying attention to them. Wait, Bicha? Yeah. Yeah, remember when they, they like, stole away and, like, or... Yeah, uh... and they, t- they tied up the cool one right the nice yeah. one that's yeah. like trying to be loyal to the cause he's trying Eno tries to be loyal to both of them so he doesn't rat them out but he also tries to stop them but like then he gets tied up then he gets taken hostage yeah but I don't know I really don't have too much to say about those two other than I, I, I hate them but. So, okay I didn't even pay attention to the last part I might have missed it but were, they like joined um, the axes right they like defected or somehow I didn't even yeah. know. When did that happen? Did they get on the ship for the access? Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll get into that later um, when we talk oh, about... Anyways, uh, Rue, Ellie, they're cool. Eno's cool. Uh, yeah. Judo, eh, it's neutral, I guess. Neutral. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm a, uh, I, I like his sister. Like She's a, a nice little character. <laughs> That reminds me of there's there's the scene when she gets taken by the by the axes, uh she's she's in that dress with uh oh god. New Glenny. Oh my god. I hate him. <laughs> Let's He's get into Glenny. We ain't gonna we ain't gonna talk about him. No, we can, we need to talk <laughs> about the real the real issue with six to nine episodes of this. Mashemeyer. Dude, before Mashemeyer. we move in. 
No, Mashmeyer. <laughs> no, dude, horrible. I can vibe he's with this guy. A, you like Mashmeyer? All right, Mark, take it away. Take it away. <laughs> I'm right. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, I literally was about to skip. I was trying to figure out. I was gonna type in what episode Mashmeyer leaves in, and when, or when he dies, and then skip to that episode if he does die. I don't know if he does. Hopefully, he does. I hate him. He's so he, he's the worst villain. He's literally just a comic joke the whole time. Like this. This advanced. entire series is a comic joke. Yes, but Mashemeyer is the reason. <laughs> it's definitely not the reason. He, yes, he is. He's unthreatening. He can't even take out <laughs> Judo, who's in like a... Who's in, who doesn't even know how to pilot the Zeta. He, and he keeps thinking that it's some like advanced pilot doing some crazy stuff. And he's like falling and bumbling over himself. He's like, what is this technique? I've never seen it before. I gotta fly away now. He's yeah, okay. Ridiculous. For... He's over the top Wait. to the point where it's it's <laughs> annoying and frustrating to watch. I do not like him. He's dumb and he's like lusting over Haman to the point where <laughs> the only good character is like Goten because he's sitting there like, which is his underling, who's sitting there like giving him the evil eye the whole time because he's so dumb. And then finally they get him off the, the ship that they're on. They're like, okay, get out of here. We don't like you anymore. You're annoying and we meet, the audience does not want to see you anymore. And he's gone. And that's 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 when it started to get better. That's when the show picked up for me is when they got rid of Mashmire. I hated him. I hated him so much. He's the worst villain ever. He's worse than any other villain we've ever seen. The Name one villain actually... that acts like that in any of the other two series. You can't because there isn't because he sucks. The fact is he isn't wrong about it picking up once he leaves. It's true. <laughs> He's he drags the whole scene up. What happens? What does he do? He's like, oh, the Zeta got to go fly out. Flies out. Get, gets Nothing happens to him. Just like arm gets ripped off. He's like Jared. He's like Jared but without the threatening aura that Jared had at the beginning. He's like Jared at the end when he's just flying in and getting killed and then flying away. He's like Jared in those senses, but he's he's a lot more likable. No. He is a lot more likable. <laughs> the thing is, he's passionate. Exactly. He's so passionate. He Come on. All right. All right. Look, I got to give I got to give props to my boy. He's shooting pretty high. He's trying to get at Haman. He's he's simping over Haman and I respect See, the- that. I, From I'm one simp to is another. He delusional? Is he de- are those delusions or are those actual like memories he has? I can't tell. He's that no, no. Well, I mean, I the happen. what's her name? The other chick that talked to the the what's her name? The one with the the split hair color. Kara Soon. Um, okay. Yeah, Kara Soon, Kara Dune. Um, she uh, <clears throat> she like referenced him. Uh, referenced something about him talking to Haman and that she gave him the flower. So. So my boy ain't daydreaming. He has a chance. Uh, he's dumb. He has no chance for anything. I mean, he, the thing is, he is passionate. He's honorable. He did not want to take any of the hostages. Exactly. I mean, any of the soldiers in the hospital as hostages. He's trying to be kind to people. He's trying to be decent. He's trying to just he, follow. If Haman told him to kill all those people, he would have done it. That's the thing. He's just stupid. You're not wrong. I'm pretty sure he would. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but the fact is, he didn't do it. So he's okay. And listen, one of his little fantasies let me see Haman in a really pretty light blue dress. That's all good. Yo, I was respecting that. that. You know what? I, I thought I, I thought Haman was cool. And now I think Haman is pretty. Except I just I'm not a fan of her hair her hairstyle. But the boy let me see Haman in a new light and a different light that I appreciate. And I appreciate from one simp to another. I appreciate his level of tenacity. And uh, he's not, you know, I, I just, he's, he's decent. I like him. And he's funny. In a, in a show full of other, un, other shit that tries to be funny, but is not funny, he is actually funny to me. Okay. 
I'm gonna collect your tears when he dies, which I hope happens. Oh, I don't doubt he's gonna die, and I am gonna cry. He's yeah, he will. But he'll go out protecting Haman, so it'll be what he wanted, and I'll respect that. <laughs> right. uh, Mark, you mentioned Chara soon. Yeah, let's, let's just jump into her. She's basically our second villain for the for this little part. She's like Jose's dream woman. So is she a cyber new type? Because she is definitely acting like one. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's the first thing that I thought when she was like acting all kooky and, and not remembering certain things. I was like, what the hell? I think so. Acting it kind of childish and stuff like that. It doesn't make sense for me, or from just story story wise, it wouldn't make sense for the Axis to have cyber new types because they're trying to have people that are developed that naturally, I think. Right? They're, yeah. the, the Federation's the one that made the cyber new types. Yes, that so, is true. I mean, I wouldn't pa- put it past Haman to like sneak something like that. Well, if they're going off any any sort of Shar principle, didn't he say like he wants that to occur naturally mm-hmm. in Zeta? So I don't know, just maybe. Unless Haman's like just some evil animal, which she might be. It is possible. <laughs> I don't know. She's just crazy. She like gets like aroused in the suit in the Oh yeah, suit. she does. Uh huh. <laughs> she she grips those uh those handlebars nice and tight. You noticed that? And, uh, she was, like, the- yeah, I did notice that. <laughs> and. uh... <laughs> She was just, like, spazzing out and opening her shirt, and I was like, yo, this chick is crazy. Uh, this is sick. I'm down. <laughs> but I don't really like her hair. I'll say that. <clears throat> but, she looks like, uh, oh my god, like, one of those, like, rock star characters from the 80s. Like, from... Yeah. Yeah, like, like that Scooby-Doo episode. Like, <laughs> yeah. She looks like Gene Simmons animated. She looks like, uh, Kiba Inazuka from Naruto's mom. <laughs> With two-toned hair. Like, yeah, with two-toned hair. Like, she, she wildin'. But I, I, at the same time, I kind of like her character. Like, other than just being a perv, um, <laughs> I thought she was, like, flip-flopping, and she's fun. She's, like, fun to watch when she's, like, being all... Um, when she, like, catches, for example, that Marsh, whatever his name is, the Masint boy, when, when she catches him on tape and she's, like, gonna blackmail him. She's like, oh... Haman's gonna find out about this bitch. And then he's like, oh, no. You know, I thought that was crafty of her. That actually is probably something I would do in real life because it's, yeah. But, what about, um. <laughs> what about when she smushes a Gotten's face into her chest? <laughs> oh, man. That's, uh. You know, I, I would have taken a slap for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I'm okay with this. <laughs> That's, What's that's next? I would ask for hugs so he can feel up some breath. <laughs> Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> this has never occurred. So, uh, on a more serious question. <laughs> <laughs> on a more serious question. Her last name. Soon. Do, do you guys think there's any connection to Lala? Or do you think mm-hmm. it's just... Uh, then it's just like the same name. It just spelled differently. Yeah, it is spelled differently. That's and hers is That's why I didn't even like connect the two until you guys just brought that up right now because it was spelled differently. That's all for that one. Plus, she's she's plus she's like a she's like a really like she's a much more fair toned woman compared to the minority space minority. Anyways, can we can we can we talk about my boy Bright Noah real quick? This one's you. Listen, listen. This guy went through the one-year war with a bunch of amateurs, one but with a bunch of civilian soldiers. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
what the fuck is going on in his head to make him want a bunch of children to join the Argama. I, I know they're hurting for people, but why a bunch of kids that have been trying to steal the Zeta? Okay. Dude, that's that's his freaking answer every time. He's like, he's like, oh, he might be a new type. So he just fucking correlates everybody to being like Amaro, and then he just lets them do whatever the hell they want. It's right a new and type. So dumb. No, he seems to be drawing a bunch of new types to him. <laughs> anyway, so we all know he's married. He has kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who who's this bitch? Yeah, Emily getting all up and close with him. She's like crushing on him hard. I just hope he remains uh loyal. Loyal. Why is my man? That's probably blushing? what's. Why is he? You blushing? know what? Later on, what's it called? Uh, this guy, he's about to, he's about to let this home wrecker come in and freaking destroy his household from the inside. It's horrible, dude. Like he's thinking about his kids. He's reminiscing. He's missing them, and then he doesn't even bother thinking of Mirai. Like other, it's it sucks. It's really sad. I actually like, got mad when they like uh when they like bumped into each other and when they were going to the deck and they were blushing. I was like, no. You yeah. can't take this from me. You can take everything else, but not Bright's <laughs> honor, please. Yeah, yeah, Bright. I swear, he's about to reenact the. You know, he's about to reenact Knock Knock by that Keanu Reeves movie. He's like, no, no, it's okay. And then uh, I don't want you here, and I'm a married man. No, I don't think he cares. I'm sad. It's like, Jose. You did say that uh, Bright had the best fight in the whole series so far. <laughs> That that also goes to put that Bright has been disrespected as hell in this show. Like, goddamn. Now he we gets, know where Family Guy copied it from. He gets a chicken on his head and he's, he just calls it a bitch. He calls that chicken bitch. <laughs> what does he say exactly? He's like, bitch, wait, or something like that. He's like, you bitch, then wait. Because he's, yeah. like, he's flying away. Because that, that chicken just hit and run. Why are they transporting animals? Is just a favor? Really? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! I didn't even know why that was happening either. Were they gonna eat them all, or what? Are they they're out of funding, so they're gonna do a delivery mission? I assume it was like a favor to the dude that was letting them leave. Maybe. All right. So why is the double Zeta so cool? <laughs> because because it's. An it's a megazord. It's a megazord, dude. It's a com it combined. Exactly. That's I didn't catch that you said it was a megazord for a reason. I I just thought that you said that because it was bulky like a megazord. But then I saw that it it takes like multiple crafts to like come together and it's multiple people in the thing, like in the mech. And it's just, one collective mech. Can I just say, it's cool. I love the design. I love the, the leg panels. I love them. They're amazing. I think this is one of the coolest looking Gundams we've seen. It's oh, made up so, it's so dumb of a design though. Like there is a person <laughs> in the gun. And if we've seen anything about Gundam, we know that half the time the guns get up. sliced. Huh? Dude, he freaking like, judo through it. And he sl he let his gun get sliced earlier in the, in the yeah. show. <laughs> people, usually they just like, they run out of ammo, they just freaking chuck the gun. They're gonna chuck the gun <laughs> with people in it. <laughs> He's gonna be like, hey, 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 you forgot about you, fuck! <laughs> also, if one of those core boosters gets shot down, that Gundam is completely useless. <laughs> and there's three. There's three of them. Why is there three? Why can't there just be like two? Alright, but what came before the Voltron or this? Voltron. I'm just wondering. I so when I saw the double Zeta, I thought it was like when I saw it in like art and stuff before this, I thought it was like armor added onto the Zeta. And yeah, I thought it was just not. Upgrade. 
It is not. They still have the Zeta. You know, so to be honest, of... I'm kind of glad because they're not going to strip Camille of that now. If you yeah, but way... they just they just put a Zaku head on it to dis- disrespect him even more. <laughs> Eno was doing his best, okay? They didn't have any spares. <laughs> Even though later we see the Mark II. Yeah. Which, okay. And, is that one of the Mark II that they stole back in Zeta? I don't know. Didn't Emma's blow up? Yeah, Emma's blew up, but that's only one of the three Mark IIs that they stole. They only ever used two. One. Only ever used one, didn't they? Yeah. Anyways, do you, have you noticed how comically large the Double Zeta's beam saber hilts are? Yeah, they, they almost look like a, it would be like a dual, a dual laser. And they're huge, and then it, and the beam saber that comes out is like huge too. It's like really long. God, it's <laughs> so cool. And he has like a head it's like, cannon, like it's like a beam fires out of the more. That was sickest thing. The head cannon has a fucking head cannon, dude. <laughs> has a unibeam out of the forehead also it just completely drains its energy from the looks of it yeah Yeah. so i really i think it's cool i think the double zeta is sick if they kept it out of it's like i don't know why they have to fly it with the core it obviously it can be assembled before they go out into combat so i don't know why they they fly around in those machines oh it wouldn't be to make it more compact because just having one unit instead of three separate core boosters would probably save more space it's because they wanted to emphasize that it's different i do like that they're using the core boosters though I, i've yeah. always liked the core booster do you like the little pose that happens after it transforms dude it's so sick <laughs> why does it have to be the series why does it have to be a comedy where the coolest gundam is that's like, a little we... spice <laughs> going back to the whole people in the gun thing i i just assumed that was alien beach and mondo fucking up constantly. no in the model I... kit of the double zeta there i think there is people in the in the gun so bad then <laughs> horrible design because it didn't seem when they first transformed it didn't seem like anybody was in the gun because both eno and rue were already uh out of there yeah how did they fly away <laughs> I, I that's why i assumed i thought they were just fucking up but uh I don't, I don't know now i don't know either maybe they are maybe they were but why is there a glass at the like looking out glass like a the top of a spacecraft in the gun because they were fucking because <clears throat> they want to see right before they get sliced god again the gun is always the first thing to go it is <laughs> yo i wonder if they can fly around as a gun and just shoot people <laughs> he doesn't have like, any wings or uh, thrusters it just has just like cannons that was so dumb that's so dumb but the zeta so the double zeta so cool zeta is also cool but this double zeta yeah uh, so cool okay. and spoilers is gonna get the it's gonna get an upgrade, isn't it? Full armor. The Faz. <laughs> the Faz. It's gonna get oh, beefier. One thing, I am very surprised we got to the double Zeta so quickly. Yeah, it's, it was like episode 13 or something. Yeah. Uh, maybe they just wanted to bring it out quick because they already knew how boring the show was being. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty agonizing up to this point, but hopefully, hopefully, I'm liking everybody now. Yeah, they said uh, once once the intro switches, because right now it's the most amazing <laughs> song I've ever heard in my life, and I'm fucking. I've been I've been listening to it on Spotify nonstop for three days straight. Once it switches, yes. Once it switches away from animation, I don't know what the rest is. (laughs) I I liked it for a bit, but then the series as a whole started uh, grading on me. So I was like, I don't want to listen to this anymore because it's just gonna remind me of the show. The show. once, Once that song is gone and it switches to the new song that's when they said it starts picking up so or not picking up but tone shift so hopefully 
that means picking up. And hopefully that's when Homan starts being more prominent. Hopefully that's when Mashmire dies. You said it's gonna be more it's gonna be better. Maybe Mashmire is gonna be better too. You don't know, Mark. Maybe you'll like him by then. Maybe you'll be the one that's crying when he dies. If he I will dies. not. No. So Alright, I think that's it on the, the double Zeta itself. Hasn't really done too much. Yeah. Yeah, kinda like when uh in part two of Zeta, we kind of ended it right as the Zeta came in. Yeah. Ah, right so uh, this, this <laughs> how do i word this so we ended these last few no fuck how do i how do i word this mark how do i word this so the arc we left off on was the colony of moon moon <laughs> and <laughs> have you have you guys ever seen that one little meme where it's like uh your your first month and your first letter of your name is each mean a word and then it will be like your whatever name there's there's one with wolves and the there's a joke where one dude is like my name is fucking moon moon i could not stop thinking about that i i was just like oh god here we go again when they said moon moon well anyways there's a colony of moon moon it's been forgotten by the federation it's unregulated no one really cares what's going on with it it's way on the outskirts and it's got a group of people living on it and these people it's seem cool. to have yeah they seem to have regressed into like um i don't know how tribal to describe it. status yeah like kind of like a tribal situation they got like uh, small villages you know farmers no technology even the they colony yeah they worship god mobile suits yeah they worship mobile suits because there's an old decrepit like mobile suit that got covered in moss sitting in the, in the middle of the what is his name cattle yeah they were calling it cattle <laughs> yeah so there's technology there they just don't know how to use it or forgot how to use it or are banned from using it one of those three <clears throat> so I guess, how did you guys feel about this last little bit in this uh, colony of Moon Moon and the little arc that happens? Um, I thought everything about it, like, in terms of the plot, in terms of the area, and, well, okay, mostly just the plot. I didn't even know what was really going on. I just kind of watched the characters talk to each other and do things. And it just fell all over the place. Um, but at the same time, it was one of the the better spots in terms of just seeing funny interactions. Like in a, like I said earlier, in a series, it's kind of trying to be funny, and that's not really hitting it most of the time. It's probably one of the funnier portions of it, just because the crazy chick that I like is there, and she's like acting up. Um, the what's her name again? <laughs> Arasu. Yeah. My brother's gonna be looking up that name later. It it always takes a second to click. I never remember anybody's name right off the bat. I've I've, I've gotten worse with it over time, but it clicks by the end of the series. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of liked it because it showed a bit more of a I say world building because uh, maybe there's more abandoned colonies out there that have also have different cults or maybe their own ways of life yeah so I, i'm kind of wondering if like maybe double zeta will uh do more of that yeah like popping to different colonies would be pretty cool just to see because when we did see that in the other series like texas colony and and those <laughs> it, it it was interesting to see like the environment and what happened to the colonies and you know how people are doing on on these various colonies that are seemingly all different yeah abandoned colonies maybe some <laughs> war-torn colonies like colony 30 was yeah um, for me, though, I really, I mean, this was probably one of the more enjoyable arcs, just because, like I said before, um, at this point, Judah's sister has been taken captive by the Axis powers, and so it kind of puts a sense of urgency in, like, Judah's character, where he's trying to get to the, the ship that they're on, and the Endra, I think it's called, and rescue his sister, and that's his main priority, so... 
it's it's just cool to see that there's some problem an issue and that has to has to be solved because up to this point is just messing around with Mashmeyer, which is not fun for me to watch yeah you. you definitely have a point on that like it's got stuff going on in terms of that the only thing that i can say about this is that it didn't hit for me like it didn't make me feel like I felt like any kind of urgency for the most part. I only cared. I did care about the sister, but I don't care enough about Judah at this point. I didn't. I don't find him likable enough for me to really like sympathize with him so much. So I just kind of it just flew over my head, and I just you know I just looked at the character interactions and had fun with that. And honestly, seeing Judah's friends uh, basically trying to sell him out, sell out the Argama and stuff like that, it, it really makes you just not want to watch or care anymore. Yeah, um, I don't. I really hope those guys stay with Axis so we can see them die. <laughs> at this point, that's the only. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the only way that we're going to get any satisfaction as the viewers. They're that unlikable. They're like so reprehensible that I feel comfortable saying that I, I want to see them get sh- like shot down at this point because, <laughs> I don't know, they're just annoying. They, you, and I don't like them when they them. appear on the screen. <laughs> you want to see I them end people... up like cots? <laughs> God, uh, more children dying, great. <laughs> I, I would say that I may turn around on them if they're the ones that save Lena. Yeah, but maybe. I, that mm. yeah because uh, i think beach uh, is really adamant on staying with the the axis more so than mondo even though he says it's just because there's a hot chick on the on judah's side on moon moon that's the only reason he kind of helps him in, the, in a little <laughs> bit portion but dude yeah, the first know, thing right? that dude needs to do is fix his haircut because they didn't work in <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I mean that arc was really short. It was like three episodes long. But so far, that's the most enjoyment I've had with the series. And I feel like it's also the only real arc they've had that at least has spanned more than an episode. What do you mean? What about the Mashamire arc on Shangri-La? Oh, that whole thing could almost be episodic. Everything that <laughs> happened in Shangri-La could just be episodic. The only continuation yeah, is... it didn't even feel like connected. It just felt like they were just spent... Like, I felt like... One day was uh, October 23rd, and then the next day was freaking uh, January 27th, and you just, like, it felt disjointed, and it just didn't feel, even though I, it was supposed to be coherent, it didn't really feel coherent. You could tell somebody that Judo wants to steal the Zeta and that Mashmire is the villain, and then just tell them to watch any episode of the, those first few episodes, and it'd be fine. Yeah, I'm really just, like, so, we watched the Gundam compilation films, and there is a comp- compilation film set that i watched of zeta there should have been a compilation film for this and they should have cut out almost all of that first little bit and made it in like two films instead of three because seeing how much they cut out in the like because i watched the zeta one the other night and seeing how much they trimmed off of zeta and zeta didn't really even need that stuff trimmed off of it they could have trimmed so much out of double zeta and made it probably much more watchable honestly if if they would have went with like a compilation film set oh yeah i'd agree with you there but, um, they love replaying a certain song throughout the whole uh course of these episodes that we were watching it's that silly goofy do you know which one i'm talking about mark it's that silly goofy one that they play every time that something happens and that they're running around i could not find that anywhere (laughs) which is surprising with how often they freaking play it (laughs) but yeah they love to spam that song and uh it just like with how like I kind of like the little tune, but it's very it makes it feel very comedic, and it makes whatever moments of tension that there that are, are supposed to be there, 
it completely dissipates it and it just like erases it all and i feel no tension ever and i just feel like i'm watching team rocket go to work in an episode of pokemon <laughs> can i say that mashmire makes me think of james yes. i was just about to say jose's description of the series as pokemon right then just made me realize that yeah that's kind of tone that we've been getting is like a pokemon tone like <clears throat> and i just i i really hope it picks up i mean that's really all uh, like if i had to say a concluding statement on this episode or on this set of episodes we watched it's that i really just hope it picks up because i want to like it i want to like judo i want to like the double zeta or i like the double zeta and i just want to like this series because the other two have been incredible yeah those were like two uh what is it Two home runs, and then this one's just the the batter couldn't even hit the ball. It's like a stale cracker. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully this does pick up, because, dude, if I was just watching this by myself, not for the podcast, I would have dropped this by episode three. Yeah, I probably would have as well. I thought Tornay was going to be the one that was going to be the dud, or I really honestly didn't think Wing would, but I, de- I definitely thought Tornay is gonna, was going to be inseparable, but this is almost, I mean, this is this is getting pretty close to it. And <laughs> let, I mentioned before, I watched the compilation films for Zeta, and I just want to mention this, they retconned double Zeta out of existence in that at the end of the double Zeta or the Zeta compilation films, Camille does not go catatonic. There's like a happy ending and double Zeta never happens in that, <laughs> in that canon. So no reason to go to Shangri-La, no reason to meet you. No, no. So uh, I don't know if, uh, if that retcon Camille also is gets a new cool <laughs> In my head, canon, Camille also gets the cool red jacket. Well, it, it, he does, he is supposed to, he would have gotten the, uh, the double Zeta too. I mean, as we were saying earlier, that's uh, the last uh, maybe three, four episodes were a lot better than Shangri La. Yeah, you know, there was a. I feel like we, um, well, I just wanted to share that Mark said that Fa was annoying in this, but I just saw her more as like I saw her more in a positive light. Like she was, yeah, she was kind of getting like pissy in it and here and there, but I don't know. She just, I really appreciated how she was like always thinking about Camille and she was just really ride or die for him and it was really cool it was really sweet and it was probably the the only moment that I had some semblance of the feels within these episodes um I would have said bright thinking about his kids would have also like uh touched my heart a little bit but then he didn't think about Mirai and that whole thing that's happening well, with the home record. I was actually really fucked up. Yeah, I wasn't vibing with it, and there was no saving him from like from my wrath because of that. So, you know, I didn't point it out, but there was a small little scene after they uh after they bump into each other and get onto the bridge. Uh, there's kind of like an evil look on Emily. I don't know if she's going to be like a double agent later on, but uh maybe that's why she's being all friendly. Maybe. But that's all the time we have for today. Check out our social media at Zakutaku on Twitter and Instagram and follow us on Spotify or wherever you watch your podcast because we're probably there.